Hello and welcome back to another episode of Destroy Digital, a digital marketing podcast. My name's Chris Asher. And I'm Mark Chen. How are you this fine Monday morning, Mark Chen? I'm doing really well. Yeah. What are we talking about today? We're talking about content. What makes your content contentable? I didn't say contemptible, did I? No, I no, said, you didn't. I said contentable. Yeah, yeah, contentable. Yeah. Well, it's not really a word either, is it? No, I, I was, I was going to say con- content with content. Content with content. Yeah, yeah. So we talk about content strategy all the time. We content do strategy. This content strategy. That. What? But what is it? You know, what? What? What is it made up of? You know, it's like you know, boys are made up of snails and puppy dog tails. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They sure are. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I don't want. I won't say what girls are made out of. You guys can put it in the comments. Um. Content strategy, I reckon it's made up of brand strategy yeah. and marketing strategy. Yep. You put the two of them together yep. and that informs your content strategy. For sure. Absolutely. That's it. We're done. Great episode, Mark. <laughs> Until next week. Yeah. Oh, wait. Hang on. For all of you who are hanging out for a morsel. All right. That's, well, yeah. Not having a content strategy, right, is directly impacts your digital marketing in a really bad way. Yeah, 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 for sure. Because you're not sure what you're doing. You know who you're talking to. Isn't we talked about this, right? You don't know who you're talking to. Yeah. You don't know what you're going to say to them. You yeah. don't know when to say it to them. Yeah. Yeah. Or how. Or how. Yeah. Or, or if. They, or like, yeah, you're, you're at a loss for for interacting with the outside world, exactly. essentially, because exactly. content is how you interact with the outside world when it comes to digital uh, marketing. Well, for most things, anyway. Um, like you know, you, I mean, aside I, from ad placing ads and stuff like that, but and even placing ads, you need good ad ad content. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I see content as the narrative, as the story, the meat and the you know, in, in in the burger, so to speak. I mean, yeah. If you haven't got good content, all you're doing is just standing up and making a whole bunch of noises. That would make your ad a waste of money. Buy now. Yeah, that's your ad. Yeah, if you yeah. Didn't have, you know, oh, that's your marketing doesn't work does it no no it's not uh not field of dreams <laughs> <laughs> or miss othmar in uh in uh um, snoopy yeah. Yeah. yeah so so how do we how do we how do we unpack this yeah yeah how well, do we unpack this mark yeah well let's start with let's start with branding okay um what is branding I don't know. I was going to ask you that. You're the branding guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, branding originally started as, you know, branding. is when you took a bit of hot iron and you stuck it in your cow. Okay. Yeah, That's of course. That's how it started, branding, right? You yeah. brand your cows, you brand your animals and people who bought your, 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 your livestock knew where it came from, you know, and if you, and if you had a reputation for really good animals or good uh, uh, stock, yeah. um, well, the price of your beef or cattle or whatever would go up. Or your horses would go up, right? Sure. So you've got if you've got uh, if you had good branding back then, it kind of meant something a little bit different. It just meant that you you had a good product that people wanted to buy. Well, that's right. Is it a good brand? Yeah. Oh, it's a great brand. Yeah. You know, um, it's not about the thing that you know. It's not. It's about your reputation. You know, if I bought a horse with that brand, I knew I was going to get a quality. Yeah. Animal. So, so what is it today? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Except we're not talking about we're talking about everything. Yeah. So your brand is your promise. Your your promise. Your um. Your, the trust 
you know, it's a trust mark. Okay. You know, um, so if someone bought, uh, Quaker Oats was one of the early, very early consumer brands, <laughs> early FMCG brands, Quaker Oats, you know. Um, yeah. If I bought Quaker Oats, I was going to get quality oats, you know, as opposed to Mennonite Oats. I don't know. <laughs> Amish Oats. Yeah. Um, you know, non Whatever no-name yeah, brand. No-name brand. Yeah, right? yeah. No-name brand notes. I mean, you could have mixed it with all sorts of grass seeds or whatever. You know, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't trust that that you know because i can't see what's in the sack yeah you know i can't so so you've got you've got a good product you've got uh you've got branding is the ability to instill trust in that product that's right sight unseen that's yeah that's the thing what i'm saying trying to get at okay sight unseen you know i I, you can buy on if you can buy on brand you don't really need to look at what's in the sack because i trust the brand yeah now that and how that comes across to your consumer or your audience yeah. is what branding is all about. Okay, so um, what are the what are the main I guess what are the main things that you need to I guess put together for a great brand? Yeah, oh. is um, that a, is that too big a question? It's a huge question, but I'll put it out there. I'll, I'll put it out there where a great brand doesn't exist in head office. In the head office, in the head offices, the halls, you know, in the CEO's head, it doesn't. A great brand exists with the people who use the brand. Like Coca-Cola found this out the hard way when they swapped, you know, um, classic Coke for new Coke. Because the Coca-Cola executives knew better. We knew what the consumer wanted to drink. You know, we'll improve the formula and they will love it. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Well, the consumer went, I don't, no, 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 don't mess with my drink. Don't mess with my Coca-Cola. I want the classic Coke back. You nuffies up there don't, you know, don't know anything. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Coca-Cola had no sales. It's, uh, what's it called? I don't know if it, I don't know what the impact is, but I'd imagine it was the same thing with the barbecue shapes. Spot um, on. Exactly. So your brand doesn't live in your packaging. It doesn't live in your head office. It doesn't live in your marketing. It doesn't live in your campaigns. It lives in the, the narratives that your consumers or your audience, or your customers. Yeah. Have built for themselves. So how do you how do you uh, how do you shape, m- maybe mold or even manipulate that? Okay. To be what you want it to be. Okay. So some of the best brands in the world allow it to happen. Allow some of the best brands in the world um, allow the consumer the customers to own the brand. Harley Davidson. I mean, for goodness sakes. But I, I think their branding's really good, mm-hmm. but I don't know how business is doing. They're not, they're not no, sort of... Uh, yeah, one of the biggest problems that they have is innovation, but that's not... The, what I'm trying to get at is, as a brand, it's very strong. Yeah. Lego is very strong as well yeah. from that perspective. You know, yeah. You know, um, what I'm trying to get at is uh, you can engineer your brand so that it means more to your consumer than it does to you. Yeah, IKEA is another great brand. Yeah, you know, um, it's not because IKEA sells a lot of tables; it's because people take it and do stuff with it, and it becomes a thing. Sure, you know, it th- becomes a thing that's bigger than the showroom. Yeah, bigger than uh, um, so that's what that's what you can do to make your brand uh, alive, so to speak. Okay, and then how does that fit in with what's the next thing? Marketing strategy. Yeah, well, marketing strategy is all about bringing people to engage with your brand, right? So if your brand is engageable, 
all marketing does is to take that story and bring it out to market. That's okay. what it is. So if you had a great, um, so I'm going back to the cows again. So if you had, you know, a great herd of animals, like, you know, you, they're healthy, they're robust, but they, but nobody knew you existed. Well, yeah. no one's going to buy your, you know, no one's going to buy your cattle. No one's going to buy beef. So marketing is now taking that story and bringing it out to market. That's what it means in marketing, right? Yeah. And bring it in front of people who would eat beef, you know? Yeah. Sorry for you vegans and vegetarians out there, but <laughs> for the rest of, you know, people who like to eat beef, well, that's, that's who your market is. Yeah. You know, it's like no point marketing to the Buddhists. No. Have, no. You could, ma- you could market to the Buddhists until the cows came yeah, home. <laughs> and you wouldn't sell a single one. Thank you very much. Uh, too, too I'll much. be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> well, so exactly right. You know, so you so marketing means you, you find an audience or a customer group that wants what access to your product or wants what you've got to offer. Yeah. So you add those two things together and you end up, how does that feed into a content strategy? Yeah, it's a good question. So that's, um, let's use the, our podcast as an example. Okay. Yep. So our brand is Destroy Digital, yep. Digital Marketing Podcast. We know what that is. You know, um, if you look at the graphics, it's fresh, it's funky, it's it's different. Yep. Uh, when we brainstormed the brand, we decided that it was go- we're going to break norms and paradigms and start you and be a bit more... Um, alternative in that sense, you know, cutting edge, you know, sure. alternative, yeah, alternative is a good word, yeah. um, you know, not mainstream in the sense that we were there to challenge the status quo. Yeah. Also to be a bit casual as well, like not to be sort of uptight, like a, like what a marketing agency might be a Some lot of the time. Agencies. Some of them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. That's right. We, you know, we decided we didn't want to take ourselves too seriously. Yeah. Um, because at the end of the day, you know, it is all about having fun, um, you know. Uh, and then when we talked about how we were going to market ourselves, right? Yeah. So we decided what the podcast was going to be, what the product was going to be. Sure. How we were going to how we were going to present it. But then it was who we were going to present it to. Yeah. So then we talked about our marketing strategy. How are we going to do that? So we decided to go via, um, we did, oh, well, host it on a website. Yeah. Um, and then turn that website into almost a a a blog-ish kind of a thing. Yeah. We worked out who our audience was going to be, mm-hmm. um, you know, marketers and uh, and business owners. Yeah. And then we took that to market in the sense that we went to Facebook, LinkedIn, um, through our networks. Forgive me if I've, if have we talked about how we came up with the strategy on another podcast? Yeah, I, we did. I feel like we did. We okay, did. cool. We did. So we've, we have talked about that, but um, when it comes to the actual, uh, the actual building the content strategy. That's what we're talking about yeah, now. Right. I just wanted to make sure that I didn't delve into um, stuff that we've already talked about. Yeah. I yeah. didn't want to, I think. Oh, I we think, can touch on that. I mean, yeah. Okay. Just, just, you know, just to give context. Sure. Yeah. So content strategy. So yeah. now we've got, we've worked out what the podcast was about. We worked out who our audience was and how we we're going to reach them. Then we decide, then we worked out what sort of content we were going to put together. Yeah. And we had decided it was going to be a mix of um, real world case studies. Yeah. And also background information. Sure. Like and foundation. That's right. Foundational things. That's right. That's yeah. right. And we also decided that it was going to be a weekly publishing yes, we did. Uh, schedule. And that it would go for 28 minutes. That's right. Um, some we- more, some less. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, some usually people, more. Uh, some people love the sound of their voices. I apologize. I was talking about myself, actually. Uh, for Mark. <laughs> Let me finish. <laughs> he never lets me finish. <laughs> he talks too much. Um, yeah, anyway, so exactly. We, and why do, how did we come up with 28 minutes? Because we drew a line to sand, assuming that, you know, the average um, commute was 30 minutes-ish. Yeah. You know? yep. uh, why did we want to go weekly? Because, well... Weekly is nice and consistent. Every Monday morning, people get into a routine mm-hmm. and go, oh, it's Monday morning, there's a new episode up. It's just, it's easy. Yeah. Fortnightly, for uh, I know that uh, for podcasts and for video, YouTube videos and stuff, fortnightly is okay too. Um, but to gain the most sort of traction fast, uh, you probably want to be doing weekly for a podcast, if not... Like you want to do it as often as possible, really. Yep. So the yep. most sustainable is uh, weekly, and that's one of the things that I want to touch on in this. Uh, in, yep. In uh, this episode, episode yep. if I can, sustainability of content, yep. which which has to come into um, into content strategy. It's Absolutely. a big part of the strategy. Absolutely. Because without it being sustainable, it all falls apart very quickly. Mm-hmm. Like. The like the amount of times, um, and I've done this myself. You know, I've learned the hard way. Uh, I've seen clients learn the hard way, um, especially when it comes to the DIY part of uh, uh, publishing content, mm. online digital content, and whether that's uh, whether that's social media platforms or just trying to post too regularly, or just or, newsletters, isn't it? Like. It's something you want yeah. to do a monthly newsletter and winds up becoming a fortnightly newsletter and becomes a quarterly newsletter and yeah yeah and then never happens yeah I think Stopped. you meant to say weekly newsletter at the start did I say that you said monthly did I? <laughs> yeah it's that time of the day that's mm. all right um, for you might not be aware of this but we batch record our episodes and this is because it's how we make it sustainable. Exactly. That's how we make it sustainable. Um, it does at this where what four four episodes in for the day, and mm-hmm. we do start getting a little bit crazy <laughs> at this point. But uh, that is how. Yeah, it's a good example of how it's sustainable. Um, another thing is that a lot of people or companies or but usually it's usually individuals get pumped up. They get like they get given a content strategy or, or a social media strategy mm-hmm. or something like that that they're going to implement. We're like, we, um, they're like, okay, you're going to do this on Facebook every week, this on Twitter every week on this day, this on like uh, Instagram is Instagram. You're going to post on Thursdays and it's going to be about this and it's going to, you know, YouTube videos, uh, we're going to do a different, we're going to do a long form version on YouTube here and then we're going to post that to Facebook mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. but we're going to do this other thing on Facebook where we do a live stream on a Sunday night or whatever it is and all of a sudden... You, you get that doesn't, you get, nothing gets done, isn't it? Nothing gets done because you, you might do it for the first week, maybe the second week mm-hmm. and then the third week you're like, I'm just throwing stuff everywhere. Yep. And I'm not taking the time to uh, to understand it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm just 
all of a sudden I've just got a million deadlines that I'm not going to be able to yep. meet. So I've just got to do whatever I can, throw it there, and yep. then I'm already looking at the next thing. Yeah. I've seen it actually you know, quite a bit in some agencies. Yeah. Like agency life does that to you. It's It becomes reactive. That's right. Or, um, or you just put pop a post because you're supposed to put up three posts this month for this client or four posts a month. And you don't really have a strategy in terms of the actual content that you're putting. Yeah. The actual influencing you want to do. You know, um, sometimes like, so what we've been doing is that we've been putting keywords Right, just um, into every episode. So every episode that we do fills a specific content, um, like a puzzle, piece of the puzzle. Yeah. You know, um, and so the focus keyword for this episode is content strategy. And that adds another piece. So it becomes searchable. It becomes part of our tapestry, so to speak. Yeah. And some people, and some con, and lots, some people work out a content strategy that doesn't have that breadth of strategy of, of, of strategy of strategy is it's, it's just it's, content it's just content exactly yeah. it's like it's like a bunch of jigsaw puzzle pieces that when you put together first of all they don't fit and second of all they don't make up a picture yeah they might be from completely yeah, different, different puzzle box exactly exactly <laughs> and that's not what you want to do no so the other thing that i like to uh recommend to people especially individuals if they're doing their own uh their own content and they're publishing their own thing mm-hmm. Um, is I like to say, okay, stick to one platform at a time. Do that for a month, if especially if it's one person or a small team yep. um, where they've got a, a, a business to run mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. isn't that. That isn't the content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, stick to one platform, maybe for a month, maybe for two months, mm-hmm. and, and try and build focus on that platform try and build an audience on that platform and learn the ins and outs of what's going on on that platform yep because youtube's a good example because the algorithm does certain things and you've got to understand what how to the amount of times i see people just post to youtube without a custom thumbnail mm. mm-hmm. it's it's insane yeah um, or they don't fill out the description properly yep. or they haven't added tags. Yep. Even though these things are so minute in the algorithm, mm-hmm. they can make a difference and, you know, just generally get people pointed in the right direction of what that content's about. Yep. But and, if, and if you're putting video on Facebook, it's a different process again, isn't it? It is. You've got to understand how do I search out hashtags or mm-hmm. um, what groups should I share this to and yep. all of that sort of thing. Um, and how do I write a good a good uh, description of the video on there? Mm-hmm. All mm-hmm. of that. Um, yep. The custom thumbnail, maybe on Facebook, you need to work with subtitles a bit more, things mm. like that. So understanding what it is that is like unique to that platform exactly exactly. that is working to build that audience yep Yep. you can't really do that when you're posting to so many different places and you're just focused on the schedule of posting yeah i'm I'm gonna put it out there i mean the number of people um blog posts i see get put up with no meta tagging no title no seo titles you know it they just put up an article because scheduled to put up an article. Because it's scheduled, it's got to go out yeah. and and that's all there is to it. But and quite often because there's too there's too many things going on. So mm. 
My advice, for, especially for DIY ones, is focus on one platform at a time. Figure out how to what your process is yep. for publishing to that yep. platform yep. Um, and creating the content for that platform that yep. works. Once you've got that process in place, mm. then you can turn that into put that into there's that machine running, yep. right? Yep. Now we're going to get the Facebook machine running, say mm. like if that was the YouTube one. Yep. Now we'll get the Facebook machine running. I mean, even though like you're, you're creating content on YouTube, you'll still post and share it to Facebook, yeah, but that's re, not you, part of the... You repurpose it for Facebook, isn't it? Well, not even that, right, just like sharing the link and stuff like yeah, that. That's, yeah. that's not part of the content strategy, mm. I wouldn't feel like. It's mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. part of the process of the YouTube content yep, once it's right, been... Right. Once it's been published there, mm-hmm. here's where you share it. Now you've got your process. That's your machine. Yep. Now let's make the the Facebook content, which might be a weekly live stream. Okay, what's uh, the process okay. for? All right. Yeah. So, yeah, so you can do platform specific. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's, that's yeah. how I'm talking. If you're going, mm-hmm. I'm making a weekly YouTube video, a weekly Facebook live stream, yep. posting two Instagram pictures a week. Mm-hmm. Don't launch all of that at the same time. Do one at a time. Once you've yep. got one machine running, you start up the next machine. Once you've got that one running, then you start up the next one. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, mm-hmm. it all falls into a heap Yeah, because you're trying true. to do too much and you're not able to understand what's going on on each platform. Well, that's right. I mean, we're, we're, we're in double-digit episodes now and we still haven't got an Instagram thing going have we no we haven't uh launched our instagram yet i don't know by the time this episode comes out we may have because we had a discussion recently that has made me very excited about the type of content we're going to be posting on instagram exactly but we haven't just had we haven't had the time to get to it because we're concentrating on our primary exactly bit of content which is this actual this podcast itself this podcast itself yeah um but it also gives you time to launch one thing Mm-hmm. You get that running, yep, and then you find the second thing. I mean, even our even our Twitter strategy right now is not so much to post on Twitter, but to interact with That's people right. that we like on Twitter. Exactly. Yep. So we're not posting really much ourselves on Twitter. Not at all, in fact. But we're 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 commenting on other people's tweets exactly. and stuff like that, and yep. trying to engage there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all we need to do right now. That's all we need to worry about. It makes life a lot easier. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then with Instagram, yeah, we haven't um, we haven't posted anything yet on Instagram, but it's given us time to figure out exactly what is what is the destroyed digital Instagram feed. Exactly. What is it? Yep. And. I'm I'm really excited about it. Yep. Because we've figured it out. Um and we're now working towards getting it together. Yeah. Mm. So so if uh if you are on Instagram, jump on and check it watch that space. Yeah. Because it will be coming soon. Soon enough. Enough. Um we're not in a rush though. And that's it. that's a, one of the key things, yep. I think. Um and then uh, there was one more thing that I wanted to, <laughs> to talk about and now I can't remember what it was. Did you put it down in the notes, in the notes, in the checklist? Uh, no, I didn't put it in the notes because it just came to my mind just a second ago and now I've forgotten. So that's okay. That couldn't have been too important. Well, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, this has been an episode of the Destroy Digital, uh, the content strategy episode, part one. Because I'm part sure- one because I forgot yeah. what I was going to say. Next. Exactly. Well, part two will come pretty soon as soon as Chris fix it, figures it out. Um, but no, to be honest, you can talk about content strategy till the cows come home. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to. Destroy Digital, a digital marketing podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, TuneIn. I don't know, probably anywhere else you want to want to get your podcast, uh, where you where you get your favorite podcasts. Or you can go down to the website. You could go to the website and just listen right on there mm-hmm. if you like. Um, we have new episodes every Monday morning, as you heard in this episode. I don't know why I need to tell you that. And uh, in if case you they weren't listening, just in case you, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, you can support us because we love to be supported, and we're not going to give you any Patreon stuff yet. Uh, and <laughs> <laughs> and all we don't want your money. Yet. Yeah. Um, you can support us just by leaving us a really, really, really extremely positive review. Six stars if possible. Six stars if possible, as discussed in previous episodes. Um, and you can do that on iTunes or on Facebook. Hmm. Uh, and uh, just Share us on social media. That's a good one. That's always a good one. Mm-hmm. I love being shared on social media. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, feedback. Feedback. Feedback's always good. All right. So if you love our episodes, your stuff that you want to hear, um, you know, uh, you want to call, call me out for the fact that, you know, I missed out on something or do that. And, um, and or if you're a business, if you're a business or an organization, you want to be featured on the podcast, well, go on to the website, www.destroyeddigital.com.au. The forms are there. Fill it in and we'll get back to you. And until then, just destroy it. Go on. Destroy. Destroy.